Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up everyone, Trent here. I want you to build a cold call without the fear of failure and without the feeling of nervousness. I know it's not easy because when I first started cold calling five years ago when I started my sales career, I was terrified. I was in the office, arms length away from all of my teammates, and I knew whenever I got on the phone, everyone could hear what I was saying because I listened to what they were saying. So I was worried about not knowing what to say, but I think my biggest fear was just sounding stupid publicly in front of everyone else. So I really had to overcome this. And early on, it was so tough. So I sought out advice from a mentor and his feedback changed everything for me in the entire trajectory of my career. He said, look, cold calling is never going away. It is the most effective way to set meetings. So you may as well embrace it and get as good at it as you possibly can. And that's what I did. I decided I will make more calls than everyone else. And I made 60,000 cold calls in my five-year career and I still cold call today. So I wanna talk to you about my five lessons learned from making 60,000 cold calls so that you can feel dialed in to hit the phones today. I've linked my cold calling course below that includes my exact script, objection handling, and much more. It can go in greater depth than we can cover today. For those of you that buy it and send me a screenshot on LinkedIn, I will personally meet with you for 15 minutes because that's how confident I am that it will help you be more successful on the phones. Lesson number one is that you must be willing to call. I approach every day, every calling block with the belief that I am one call away from changing my week month, quarter. If you do not make the call, you cannot set the meeting. The only way to get better at cold calling is by actually calling. You can watch videos like this, get temporarily excited, but if you don't actually start calling, it doesn't matter. Think about your favorite basketball player. How do they get better at shooting? By taking shots. How does the bodybuilder get stronger? By going to the gym and lifting weights. The only way you can be more successful and more effective at cold calling is by actually making the calls. The real world example is my first month, I was one of the lowest performing reps in my sales development organization. So I decided, you know what? I am going to lead the team on activity each and every day. So I said, I'll make 80 to 100 outbound cold calls every day, no matter what. I'll start calling prospects twice a day because I know if I get the reps in, that will help me get better. So nine months later, after making 100 cold calls a day, all of a sudden I'm an overnight success, constantly hitting and exceeding quota. So if you consciously pick the top performing rep on your team and decide I will do 2X their volume each and every day, I promise you it will make you way more effective on the phones and change the entire trajectory of your sales career. Lesson number two is that the less you think, the better. The reason why you feel paralyzed by 
the fear of failure or nervousness or worried about what could go wrong is because you are overthinking it. You are not taking enough action. If you think about a candle, right? If you just let the candle sit there, it's going to keep burning. Maybe it will spread. But if you put the cap on the candle, all of a sudden that flame instantly goes out. So when you're sitting there thinking about doing something you know you need to do, like making the call, like asking someone out, like having that tough conversation, the longer you think about it, the more that flame is just going to continue to engulf you and burn. So you need to just say, you know what? Let me just put the cap on the candle right now. So the advice I have to you is to press dial and figure out what to say after. So don't even worry about who you're calling. Don't even worry about what you're going to say. Just press dial and I promise you when you get them on the phone, you may stall up and you'll have to learn from that, but you will figure out what to say. The real world application to this is early on when I first started cold calling, I was sitting next to a girl on my team who had been there six months longer and I was sitting there on my computer. I had like 20 calls queued up in my sequence to call that day. And I was sitting there and I was looking at the company website. I was looking at the prospects LinkedIn page. I was looking at the Salesforce CRM activity history for the account. And I was, I was feeling, you know what? I'm getting all the details. I'm getting all the prep. And she said, Trent, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm preparing to make the call. She said, Hey, that's the worst thing you can do. Just press dial and you'll figure out what to say. I know some of you are thinking, well, Trent, I call big strategic accounts. I can't screw it up. If you're calling a real small account list, maybe do a little bit of research, but you should have some context based on your prospecting activity and who you added to your sequence to begin with. So just press dial, figure out what to say and sit down for a call block, remove all tasks, remove all distractions, social media. Don't look at my LinkedIn posts. Just sit there and call for an hour straight and get as many calls as you can. And believe me, most of the time, no one will answer. So you can rail off 30, 40 outbound calls in a matter of an hour, 90 minutes because you're just sitting there and continuously pressing calling and that is what it's all about. Lesson number three is that what you say isn't as important as how you say it. Early on when I was struggling, I started listening to other people's calls, which was pretty cool. I would encourage you to listen to your calls and other people's calls. And I remember listening to one guy in particular, he would always open his calls. He'd say, Hey, this is Danny. How are you? And they would say, good. How are you? He'd say, I'm well, I'm doing really well. And the way he emphasized the really well, the way he took the pauses, it struck me that the actual content of what you're saying, doesn't really matter as much as you controlling the conversation, you having your tone, pitch, inflection. I saw a statistic from Gong that on cold calls, the cold caller needs to be speaking at least 60% of the time. So you are controlling the conversation. You cannot let yourself get boxed in a corner. You get on the phone, you press your agenda, you give your value prop, maybe ask one to two questions to validate what you were selling is relevant to them, and then immediately go into the ask for their time. You are not there to lollygag. You are not there to necessarily be their friend. You should sound happy. You should want to be there. You should want to make their day better. You should hope to help them be more successful, get promoted, make more money as a result of you calling. So it would actually be selfish for you to sit there paralyzed by fear and nervousness to not call them when you know that you can actually help them. So make sure that your delivery is on point and I would recommend you go listen back to your calls. And for those of you who are worried, well, I don't like the sound of my voice. Well, I don't like the sound of my voice either, but I still make these videos and listen to them each and every day. And that's how I'm able to talk for long durations without using filler words and be able to talk at a 
cadence, pace, rhythm in an articulate way that is succinct and direct and to the point because I've practiced it over a long period of time. Lesson number four is if the call feels rushed, it's you who are rushing the call. I remember early on, me and my SDR manager, he said, hey, let's listen to some calls together. And I kept getting this objection at the beginning of the call. They'd say, hey, who are you? How'd you get my number? Uh, I'm in a meeting. No, I don't want to talk right now. And I would instantly go, oh, oh, oh okay, well, can, can I call you back? And I would instantly rush myself in the call. It would be erratic behavior. And I realized if the call is ever rushed, which will ultimately ruin your ability to set the meetings, it's you who are rushing the call. Your prospect can attempt to rush the call and increase your rhythm because they are creating urgency for you because it's uncomfortable for you and them. And I always just reply back and say, yeah, well, may I have 30 seconds for me to tell you the reason why I'm calling? And I say it as slow as possible. And of course they say, okay, okay, go ahead. Timer started. So never let the prospect rush you on the phone. Always go into your pace. Think about LeBron James in the finals for the Cavaliers playing the Warriors. He's taking the ball up the court because he wants to control the pace of the game. You control the pace of the, the call. You control what you say. What you say isn't as important as how you say it. And never forget that. Lesson number five is to have fun. If you think about why you are cold calling in the first place, you are trying to make yourself more successful in your sales job because the more meetings you set, the more pipeline you get, the more revenue you're gonna generate, that benefits you. That directly links the amount of money that's gonna be direct deposited in your bank account, your ability to promote, and your ability to live the life you want. So if you think about what's in it for you, it's very clear. Now, if you think about it from the prospect's perspective, what is in it for them? If they take your meeting, how is that going to help them? What are you giving them in return? And if you think about it, they want to work with people that they are gonna to want to do business with. So the more that you sound like you want to be there, it will differentiate you. If you go into an automotive dealership, if you go into a retail store, if you go into a restaurant and the wait staff, if your car dealer is very excited to speak with you and makes you feel special, you instantly feel recognized, you feel validated, and you feel like, hey, maybe I'm gonna buy a car today. Maybe I'm gonna buy the most ex expensive steak on the menu because I'm feeling good about myself. You want to instill confidence and belief in your prospect so that they want to do business with you. And I promise you, it's a small difference that a lot of people sound like they don't actually want to be there and they disqualify themselves before they even get out of the gate. I'll be on demos sometimes and I'll be sitting there thinking, man, this is really boring because my teammate, they don't bring that, mm, they don't bring that emphasis, they don't bring that excitement. Bring the excitement, bring the energy, and you will attract, you will gravitate, you will be magnetic, people will want to work with you. Bonus lesson number six, because we're really rolling now, is emotionally detached from the results. Ultimately, the fear of failure or nervousness roots from you associating your sense of identity with the outcome. If I set the meeting, good. If I don't set the meeting, bad. Nothing is ever as good or as bad as it seems. So it doesn't actually matter if you set the meetings. It doesn't actually matter if you don't set the meetings. All that matters is that you are actually making the calls and obsessing the process. If you found value in today's video, visit the first link below for my cold calling course. I think you're really gonna enjoy that and find value. Hit the like button now because it really helps the channel and I will talk to you in the next video.